so it's about a men's fragrance it's about a small business it's a podcast Freganomics oh <laughs> mate it's just what about uh, on the scent because we're sort of hunting for a new cologne and the podcast will cover that that could work that could work um, so I had a similar thing behind the fragrance sort of like pulling back the curtain on how we make our aftershaves so that's a hard yes from me love it yeah as long as it's not Freganomics I think that's really good. Just, just left field one. What, what about smell my fragrancey mother? <laughs> right behind the fragrance. Let's get on with it. <laughs> All right. Hello, you're listening to Behind the Fragrance from Thomas Clipper. If you're interested in why scent is so important, how new men's colognes are created, and how a small business brings a new product to market, this podcast is for you. And that's because we're about to launch our newest fragrance. Drum roll. Atlantic. As we're recording this, we've got no idea what its exact scent profile will be, and no idea what it looks like, and only really the faintest idea of how and when it's going to launch. In this series, we're going to be lifting the lid on how we get from here to launch. We'll share what goes into a fragrance brief, how modern scent is made, what we look for when developing a new cologne, and how scent shapes culture. I'm Matt, one of the founders of Thomas Clipper, an independent men's cologne brand based in London. And I'm Antonio, the other founder of Thomas Clipper. We are back with our first podcast since, gosh, what, about 2016? Ooh, sounds about right. We were podcasting before it was a thing. Then we missed the brief window when it became trendy, only to return triumphantly when presumably it's no longer cool anymore. Exactly. I hope and think nothing really has changed in the world since 2016. So plug those headphones into your iPod and crank up the volume. Here we go. So episode one, let's start at the beginning. Well, if we want to really go back, we can, because where there's life, there's a sense of smell. The first single-celled organisms didn't have eyes or ears, but they were able to sense changes in the chemicals in their environment so they could find food and avoid predators and do other useful things like that. This, in a nutshell, is what smelling is. Through some magic that we only barely understand, we're able to detect tiny chemical changes in the environment. If that sounds amazing, well, it is. The source of the word inspire, Latin in it, uh, literally means to breathe in. Some of the earliest religious rites involved burning scented herbs, spices and barks. Indeed, perfume means through the smoke and, and comes from this root. At a physiological level, scent is unique. It's the only sense to connect directly to the limbic system in the brain. Now, the limbic system shakes mood, memory, behaviour and emotion, all these important things. And all of our other senses, you know, sight and, and touch and taste, they're all pre-processed before arriving not scent. It goes in like a fire hose, often leaving us in no control of our reaction. Uh, and we kind of all know this, you know, we've all experienced the feeling of being transported completely involuntarily to a memory by a scent, or feeling suddenly, you know, at home when we smell the scent of fresh bread. Scents leave us with a memory that never goes away. They enrich our lives. The, uh, well, here comes Proust. I mean, the French writer Marcel Proust in his epic seven-parter uh, In Search of Lost Time, published in 1927, according to Wikipedia here, uh, beautifully articulated the power of spell to evoke powerful and distant memories. For Proust, the scent of Madeleine cakes conjured a, an overwhelming sense of memory and nostalgia for his life gone by. And subsequent researchers and scientists have tested Proust's theory and found it to be true. A study at Utrecht 
Utrecht University in the Netherlands demonstrated how memory recall was enhanced when Cassis, sort of black parent, right, was pumped into a room showing footage to participants. Um, so this, this to us makes complete sense. We know what we smell and how we smell is one of the incredible human experiences. Hang, hang on, Antonio. Are you just reading a post from our blog? It's a great blog. Bottom line, scent matters, and that's something that many of us are learning the hard way as a result of the pandemic. For some, COVID-19 has had the awful side effect of reducing or completely eliminating some people's sense of smell. Well, now it's my turn to read, read something out. The, the New York Times recently put it like this. The potential of temporarily losing it may ultimately make us realise how powerful and critical our sense of smell is. And I'll put a link to that article uh, in, in the podcast notes. So that's the sort of why we think scent or fragrance is important, 101, I guess. But practically, we didn't start developing Atlantic with a history lesson. No, as with so many things these days, it all started on a Zoom call. And this one was to Grasse in France, um, on, on the south coast of France, where we develop all of our scents. We were kicking off where every fragrance project starts, with a brief to the nose. Now, the nose, slightly confusingly, is an industry term for the person who develops scents, or more precisely, the person who leads the team that develops scents. In most cases, there are half a dozen people who have a hand in the development of our fragrance shortlist before we even get to sniff the first prototype. So we briefed our nose last week with the task to create Atlantic, and we asked for two directions. The first was a sort of mid-Atlantic, deep water direction, and we wanted a salted, ruggy feel anchored in a deep bass note. So for the men's fragrance lovers amongst you, we were asking broadly for a balanced, sophisticated amber. The second was drawing more on the ancient Greek origin of the word Atlantic in reference to the unfortunate titan Atlas who gives Atlantic its name. Um, and he was sort of holding up the Straits of Gibraltar where the Atlantic begins on the edge of the world. So this direction focused much more on that kind of fresh, sunny, citric feel of that part of the world. And, and for that reason, our references were mostly Neroli forward. By the way, if you've got no idea what amber or Neroli are, don't worry. All of these descriptions are so limited anyway that until you smell the scent, you're in the dark. But suffice to say, they're fairly different scents. The amber is generally fairly animalistic and musky while neroli is, is an orange blossom so scents based around that are, are fresher so the final bit we needed to add to the brief was that it had to sit well in our existing range we've got four colognes uh, city coast country and mountain and all four represent different styles but they're joined together by the fact that they sort of take classic men's scents and give them a modern twist so we wanted this one to do that but we also wanted to make sure that it had its own place, that it didn't step on any of the other fragrances' toes, so to speak. Brief Brief to the team in Grass have set about working hard to develop, refine, compare and shortlist between five and ten fragrances for us. Which is where we'll have to leave it for now, because at this point we've not yet sniffed anything. Um, but never fear, in the next episode we're going to let you in on the first smell session, the sort of unboxing of our, of our prototype smells. We'll do our best to describe the, the long list, warts and all, and hopefully have some positive things to say about enough options to build a shortlist. Until then, thanks so much for listening. And please do remember to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And why not tell a friend who could be interested in this sort of thing? And visit us on Instagram at Thomas Clipper or on our website at thomasclipper.com for much, much more. Next episode will be out very soon. So stay tuned and thanks so much for joining us. I've been Antonio. I've been Matt. And this has been Behind the Fragrance from Thomas Clipper.
And for what it's worth, I still think Freganomics has legs. I think we're missing a huge opportunity here, Tony. No, goodbye. We're not. See you next time. Subscribe.